0: Welcome to We Talk About Movies, the family-friendly movie podcast that focuses on the storytelling of movies. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Ruth. Alright, so we just finished watching the instant Christmas classic up there with the Charlie Brown Christmas, for sure. No. Why him? No. With James Franco and Zoe Dutch is the girl, and actually I thought this was... The girl from the edge of seventeen, one of our favorite movies. Um, I think
1: they look similar. They look they're not
0: really similar. The same. Really, I thought it was. I was actually the more I watched the movie, the more convinced I was that it was the exact same See, person. See, I, ne-
1: I never was. I was like, I, I think they, it could be, but I was like, I think these girls just look alike.
0: Well, they look a lot alike.
1: To and me. you should have known that
0: I would turn out to be right. <laughs> I I don't often argue with you Ruth because I don't like being wrong.
1: But you always are.
0: I am not always wrong. <laughs> I am right quite a bit.
1: Oh, I don't know about
0: but that. But you were definitely right about this one. I th- I thought for sure. Um it reminds me though of when apparently we were both right but we saw we were
1: talking about different people, Kevin. We saw
0: this commercial and I was like that is a girl from the Will Wheaton video about the Resistance board game, and I was and
1: I said, "Are you talking about the redhead?" And you said, "Yes, but you weren't."
0: Yes, she's a redhead.
1: The not the really bright redhead, though.
0: Anyways, um, we were talking about. I placed the most obscure actress out of. I knew her from a YouTube video about a board game, so I was really impressed with myself. That was that was pretty good. Her name, I don't know, but. Um, yeah,
1: and nobody else cares.
0: She's in. She's in Stitcher, I believe. On, Stitchers, yeah, yeah,
1: on Freeform.
0: So, anyways, she does a really good job in the Resistance YouTube video. So watch that.
1: <laughs> no, don't. It's not. It's only if you're gonna play that game,
0: which is a fun game. We've it talked about that game. in a previous podcast. So we if did. Yeah, we, we did. Remember, if you're looking for a fun board game to play with a group of friends, The Resistance. It is fun. Fun game. We talked about it when we did a Star Wars movie. Be- or Yeah, because oh, did Star Wars, you know, you have the resistance against the yeah. Empire. Okay. So, yeah, we talked about it then.
1: Oh, well, I guess I just don't remember. I have pregnancy brain.
0: That's okay. Um, so we're talking about Why Him? And this is, like I said, a James Franco movie. And gosh, his, his movies are so hit or miss for us.
1: They are. They like are. the interview we loved. It's funny
0: the interview surprised me we maybe, thought it was gonna be terrible maybe more than any other movie i've ever seen because <clears throat> i hated this is the this end. is the end i'm i just drugs like the drug humor just i'm does sure you hated pineapple express and uh, i don't even think i saw pineapple express
1: i don't remember it much honestly
0: but it's just a lot of thing I I like a lot of things James Franco has done. Some of you may not have seen this movie, um Annapolis. It's about I don't think I've seen that. James Franco goes into the military, then I believe it's the Naval Academy, and um he is a boxer you know, in the Naval Academy and it kind of chronicles his story there. Um I watched that cuz I did amateur boxing for uh, three or six months or so when I was in college. So I got into boxing a little bit and watched this. Someone actually gave me the movie for Christmas and, uh, that's a really good movie and James Franco does a great job there. But a lot of his later work is a lot of like drinking and drugs and over the top.
1: He does a lot of comedies. Yeah. Except for that one, uh, 127 hours, the one where he chops off his arm. Yeah,
0: I didn't see that movie.
1: I only saw parts of it on TV once because it was on. Yeah. But I didn't, I did not watch the whole thing. So I really can't I want, say. I want to
0: see it. Cause he, he it's, a, he's, he's
1: an interesting actor.
0: He is interesting. Although he's also a really
1: interesting person. Did you know, like, I'm pretty sure he goes to school all the time. Like, he's always in a class or I learning stuff. I did not stuff. know that. And I think he teaches a class, too. Huh. I'll have to look it up, but he's a he's an interesting guy. Yeah. But uh, I think I remember hearing that. He's, he's gotten a lot of, I don't know if he has a lot of degrees, but I think he does. And uh, yeah. he teaches a class, too, as far as, I, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I- anyway. His movies are so hit or miss. I, we loved the Interview, and if you don't know, if you're not familiar with that, that's the movie that actually got released straight to Netflix, Netflix and and, and Blu-ray because it it makes fun of North Korea and Kim Jong Un. North Korea like w- made some threats about something, yeah. and Sony did not feel safe releasing it to theaters, so it just went straight to um to Netflix and. Man, I thought it was gonna be so bad and it's really funny. And it it's, is funny. There's some like really
1: You have some really favorite lines in that movie. Yeah. Like political kind of lines. Yeah, the the
0: the politics of the movie are are actually really interesting and uh I used to be really interested and engaged in politics and especially with this last election, I'm so over it. But um but that movie still, I maybe we'll do a podcast on it once. Yeah, we should because it's fun. that was a good movie. So, so this is why him and James Franco is obviously the star here, and we Brian, went in
1: with low expectations. Yeah, so
0: Brian Cranston is the dad, and he is meeting his girlfriend's or sorry, his daughter's boyfriend, and uh, it, it's it's an interesting movie. So yeah, it's rated R. It's rated R. Yeah, I mean, just we so are, you know, we are the family-friendly movie podcast, and we're going to keep this PG-13. But yeah, this is definitely not a movie that uh, you want to watch with uh, people who are not of a mature age.
1: No, the jokes in it are very uh, raunchy, and they
0: <laughs> they they set the tone at the beginning with
1: yes, they do.
0: the um, the FaceTime between him and her, and they. Immediately talk about Netflix and chilling, and and yeah, they get into a discussion there. So yes. at least you know right off the bat. I I like when movies do that. Just you let know you what know. to expect. Like if you're the kind of person that's just not okay with this kind of movie, they let you know within the first thirty seconds. Okay, just turn it off.
1: Or, like, when you're in college and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine going to see this with my parents or something. Like, it would be really awkward.
0: So, it's good that they put that out there. Um, Because some people are just really uptight about certain things. And good. Then then you know. You don't have to waste 10 or 15 minutes and and get surprised.
1: And I think most people know because of James Franco's past movies – they're going to be raunchy. And, yeah.
0: It's rated R. So i mean, yeah.
1: So honestly, if you, if you know, you've got kiddos listening, you may not want to listen to this particular episode just because, because of the movie content.
0: Yeah. But, it's, um, not a movie for kids. So, no.
1: and it's <laughs> super awkward. They use a term in this movie and I'm not going to repeat it. But I didn't know what it meant and you had to tell me and I felt very naive.
0: Yeah. And
1: I had never heard that before.
0: So it's a, it's the term about something gross.
1: It's a sexual thing, yeah. but
0: and so the, apparently
1: everybody knew what it was, but me. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I mean, super innocent, I guess.
0: The two of us in the room, yes, I knew and you didn't. Well, but,
1: but I mean, I bet other people do. And well, I
0: don't know. It, I, I, it's funny because in the movie they actually explain it to anyone who didn't know.
1: Well, later. Yeah. Yes. At first, I was like. Apparently, I should know what this means because I, yeah. I get they're trying to say a joke here, but I didn't yeah. get it. And you had to explain it to me. <laughs> it
0: was, and I was uncomfortable explaining it to you. And we're and two, and
1: your wife. <laughs> and
0: we're two adults sitting alone in a media I room. I know.
1: Why would you? And
0: I was like, uh, it was weird
1: that you didn't want to tell me.
0: <laughs> it's like, just, it's an uncomfortable thing to say out loud. Yeah, it
1: is. If you haven't seen the movie, you can go watch it and you'll immediately know what we're talking about. But, yeah. um,
0: so, um,
1: that's just a great example though, of how rated are. <laughs> yeah. Is.
0: One of many examples. Um, and, you know, the first, like I said, that first scene where, um, you see, you don't see, um, any, there's no there's, nudity in this movie, but you get really well, close. There's, there's, I think
1: it counts as nudities if you see the someone's man's, behind.
0: Man's behind is in this movie. Um, His bottom, <laughs> but, um, there's, there's more than that. And like I said, it's at well, the very yes, beginning. It so, is. Um, and that's something I could do without. It reminded me of what's that movie where? Yeah.
1: Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I know exactly what you were going to yes. say. Where uh, it has full frontal nudity. Yeah, so yes. it didn't
0: go that far, which no. is good.
1: which I thought it was going to for I a second. I did too,
0: and I was worried.
1: I was worried too, but luckily it did not. But, I, you know, seeing this movie, you're going, or at least in my head, I'm thinking, I completely expect this out of a yeah, James Franco
0: do. movie. Yeah, you do, you do.
1: So for people that like his movies... Or at least the movie he's, I don't know if he writes them or if he just stars in them. But anyway, that he's involved with typically when it's a comedy. It's exactly what you would expect.
0: Yeah. So, and his character is very similar in a lot of the movies he's in. Like, if I think about the interview and this movie, there's um,
1: some similarities Some
0: similarities yeah. there. It's a very over-the-top personality, very right outgoing, no filter. Um, so, it's, it's a role you've seen him in regularly. It's not anything really no. really very different.
1: No, it's not. Which is probably why you know, and I'll just flat out say it's it's not my favorite movie. It made me laugh. Yeah. There are parts that were <laughs> over the top and funny, but uh certainly not a movie I'm going to watch over and over again.
0: No, it's you know, it's a comedy, so obviously they go for the shock factor and a lot of things and there's some really, there's some really funny parts. There's some really funny scenes. And lines. then the the story behind it is fine. It's pretty much exactly what you would expect. You know, oh, you sure. can, very predictable. Yeah, you go into it. It's a dad who doesn't like his daughter's boyfriend, and he comes around at the end. They're they're very different, but similar in some ways, and they they bond on their similarities. It's. Right. It's fine. It's just what you would ex- it's what you expected, right? Right. And and that's what they're doing. They're not trying to tell a great story. No. They're trying to tell a story that you can expect, but make you laugh along the way.
1: Right. And that's exactly what it does. And yeah, it was fine. Uh, it it has, like I said, some one liners that were funny. Again, I I really can't repeat a lot of them <laughs> because yeah, a lot of them were very inappropriate. But
0: I was I thought it was interesting. That uh, the character, James Franco's character, uh, you find out throughout, you know, at the end of the movie where uh, Brian Cranston's character is like, you really don't have a dishonest bone in your body. And so that was one of the things at yeah, the end that. where I kind of looked back and I thought, yeah, you know, he he his character was just a guy who has absolutely no filter.
1: He's all out there. <laughs> but absolutely
0: no dishonesty. No, uh, which is which is interesting. It's, a, it's nice.
1: That's a good quality. I to feel have.
0: like if I were if, if I had a daughter, which I don't, uh, hopefully one day. But if I had a daughter and she were dating a guy that I felt like, even if he's saying things that disturb me,
1: are wildly inappropriate.
0: Um, but if I really feel like he's always telling me the truth, I think that's something that I would uh, appreciate.
1: And he seemed. <laughs> I don't know if genuine is the right word, but close. I, yeah. I mean, again, he's he's not going to hide anything from you, so
0: I'll say it does a a better job than most comedy movies of getting into some character development. You know, there's reasons why he didn't have a father, his mother was like not even uh, yeah. really a good mother, and a lot of comedies don't even bother to do any of that character development. It's just here's a guy who has a Quirky personality—that's just how he is. So, yeah, but I thought it was a little bit interesting to get into some of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very short, but yeah, there's a little bit of that. It has the the mom. I think is I think she's in Parks and Rec.
0: She's in Parks and Rec. I think she's, Ron she's Swanson's Ron's ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah, and before that, she was in Will and Grace.
1: Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and. She was, that character... Because you
1: can always tell by her voice.
0: Yeah. When I would watch Will and Grace every now and then when I was younger, she was always, like, annoying, but mm-hmm. funny, but annoying. Like That
1: was actually one of the funniest scenes is with her and the husband, the dad. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so there's a scene where the husband, the wife is very... um
1: well, so they were at a party They're that at a party. The, the the boyfriend James Franco threw, and apparently, mom got a little, for lack of a better word, inebriated. Excited. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, it's a pretty funny scene of her trying to uh, have some laundry time with her husband. I've heard people say that. Have you ever heard that?
0: Doing no. laundry?
1: You've never heard no, that? No, but... They talk about that on on uh, the Kid Craddock Morning Show, doing laundry.
0: You know, <laughs> I think part of me was like, why would we even do a family-friendly podcast about a rated R movie that's so out there and so wrong? That's what I told but you. <laughs> I almost feel like it's the most interesting podcast we do, because we have trying to figure out how to have these discussions without being... Inappropriate.
1: To be more PG. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's pretty funny actually.
1: <laughs> well, that's yeah. So we're we're just <laughs> we're trying. maybe
0: we'll do this more. We'll just oh, find the, the raunchiest...
1: It's so hard though. The
0: the because most it, disturbing no, movies and no. talk about them in a family friendly way. We don't need to do that. <laughs> it's funny. Anyway,
1: um, so that scene there she wants to do laundry. Yeah. And it's really funny. <laughs> it's funny
0: and it's something I could not relate. I could I try to have some type of a personal relation or a connection. Not relation. With, a connection yeah. with characters. And Brian Cranston's character I related to zero percent.
1: Throughout the whole movie, you mean not, not just throughout that the whole scene.
0: movie in that oh. scene. Absolutely zero percent. In some places I could relate to him here or there, but he's got a beautiful wife.
1: And he, Why who wouldn't wants, you want to do laundry? Who
0: wants to do laundry with him? And he's like, no, I'm putting you to bed. Forcefully <laughs> telling her the laundry can wait until maybe never, it seems.
1: Yeah, I know. It does seem I, like that. I mean, come on, man. But just <laughs> her being very adamant about wanting to do laundry is, is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's very entertaining.
0: And you find out at the end of the movie... That on their first date, they did like a sample of laundry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they hand-washed a towel or something.
1: Maybe they did.
0: <laughs> I'm trying my best.
1: I, I know, I just, oh gosh. Where, where do you draw the line? I, I don't know.
0: Hand-washed hand an article. Well, the problem is you can't keep
1: repeating it because then kids will ask yeah. what it means. So okay. you need to stop that.
0: All right, so no more about no more about that. Um,
1: anyway, the point is there are scenes like that in the movie that I really laughed out loud. Yes, there are parts where you're like, oh ha like but uh, <laughs> that. That is one in particular that I really was laughing.
0: They, and they they touch on some serious topics. But for the most part, it's just a movie trying to make you laugh. And in a lot of cases, it does. Oh, and um, I like
1: that the daughter doesn't agree to marry him at the end. Yeah. so I there's liked a, that. There's
0: a couple things that were kind of...
1: Because you kind of assume it was going to go, oh, yeah. she'll say yes. And everybody's all happy. And that's how it ends. And yeah. it was kind of nice that she was like... I don't want to marry you, but we'll, we'll still be together. And also I did decide I'm going to finish school. So So that's what I I didn't
0: like. I I like that. She said no, because you, you expect her to say yes. And again, they don't, they had only been dating for about a year. You don't really get all the backstory, but it seems reasonable that she would not um, want to marry him immediately. So that's fine. That's great. And I love that they took a little bit different approach there. Although I will say my advice to all the youngins out there, if you meet the right person, get married and start having those babies. Oh, Kevin, stop that. Babies are for young people. I will say it over and over again. I love my kids. I can't wait for my next baby. If we have more after that, awesome. But man... Those long nights, <laughs> they wear you out and young people have the end. And I'm not old 32, but man, it would have been easier if I were 26. Sure. I can tell but, you that,
1: you know, a lot of people are having kids later in life now. Yeah. It's just a big,
0: and that's great. Uh,
1: social thing that's changed.
0: Yeah. And it's not like you can't do it. No, but
1: you just have more energy when you're in your twenties yeah. than in your thirties.
0: Yeah so
1: i won't disagree with you there
0: anyone listening out there just just think about it no just, need to rush <laughs> no need to rush but you know i feel like our culture today is so almost anti-marriage not anti-marriage but it's well, like some don't more, but- you know don't jump into it you know play the field don't do anything serious till you're like in your 30s and and,
1: I don't think that's fair. It's know, different for every person. It is
0: different for every person. That's what I'm saying. Is, um
1: I mean, we got married when we were. I was twenty-six.
0: Yeah, I was twenty-nine. You were twenty-six, or, yeah. or maybe twenty-seven. No, no,
1: yeah, I would have been twenty-seven then.
0: Um Or no, because it would have been no. right
1: after your birthday. Yeah, we got so married I was twenty-nine,
0: and you were. 26. I was twenty-six. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, you know, I, I think our culture pop culture in particular um i mean give me an give me an instance of a tv show or movie where you've got uh people married in their early 20s on tv right now
1: what i don't watch a lot of tv are you asking me or just are you just saying general
0: i I just generally i think in our in pop culture i I know we don't watch much tv but um I think it's extreme. I think, I mean, if I'm wrong, tell me. Cause like I said, I don't watch yeah, much I don't, TV, but I don't think it's, I think common. it's extremely rare in pop culture today to show people in their early twenties being married because that's not the popular thing to do. And it's not for everyone, but no. if you found the right person and you know, that's it, then go for it, dude. Yeah. Get absolutely.
1: it. <laughs> Get it.
0: Get it. Um, but the thing, The thing I thought was making a really powerful statement about college. And that's another thing that you and I talk about all the time. And yeah, I know where you're going. I feel like everyone, every kid is pressured, not pressured, but almost expected to go to college. It never even occurred to me that college was not in my future when I was growing up. Right. And it worked out for me because I ended up with an engineering degree and I used you know, my professional degree to get a job, but there's so many people that go to college, get all this debt, and they don't have a job to show for it. And a lot of people that are in those situations are people that really never should have gone to college in the first place, except for the fact...
1: Not for what they originally went for. Because a lot of people go to college, get a major that they can't use, and then they go back to school or have to find a different career path that has nothing to do with what they got their degree for
0: yeah i i just i hate that it's expected seem it feels expected and and kids that don't go to college i have a feeling a lot of them feel in some way like they're a failure because they didn't go and you're not
1: no you don't need college for everything trade schools now don't have enough people yeah i feel like i was reading an article about that like there aren't enough people going to trade schools anymore and that's a fine profession.
0: Yeah, there. I mean, really think interesting of how much guys. when
1: we were in our old house, how much we paid a plumber to oh, come yeah. for plumbers.
0: make so much an money.
1: hour. How much do we pay him? Like every fifteen minutes. Oh, every to pay every him, fifteen minutes know, he stays.
0: Much? It's another like thirty or thirty-five dollars.
1: Right. I mean, it's crazy. Golly. So
0: that, but uh, and what
1: a good skill to have. Yeah,
0: there's a guy, <laughs> Mike Rowe. He used to do that show, Dirty Jobs, mm-hmm. and. Like, he, he's taken it upon himself to try to educate America about these are all jobs that need doing and people need to do it. And it is not to be looked down on. Just because it's a dirty job doesn't mean it's not a great job. It's not honest work.
1: And it doesn't mean you don't get a good paycheck either. Yeah.
0: A lot of those guys make tons of money. Oh, absolutely. you know, I have some great examples in my family. I'm I'm the only person one of five that graduated from college and re- the only person that went off to college. Uh right. the other four either never even tried or maybe did a few classes at One of uh, your brothers community went to College yeah. or something, but um
1: but nobody has a degree besides you. Yeah, I know and that. My, well, and some of them are high school dropouts.
0: Yeah. And, and
1: they're doing great.
0: Mhm. All four of my siblings um have had great jobs that they really loved. Um not all of them are in their favorite job right now, but uh some of and them. And it took are doing... them
1: time to get to where they are. But
0: you know what they don't have is college thirty staff. or fifty or eighty thousand dollars of college debt that they're working to pay off. So while they're working jobs that may not be their favorite jobs, they're getting valuable experience and the fact that they're making a lower amount of money than some other people. Doesn't hurt as bad because they don't have three or five or seven or nine hundred dollars a month in student loan payments. Right. So um yeah. I it was really kind of frustrating to me in this movie that this character had her perfect job, the the thing she wanted to do. She was passionate about it. And in the end, you know, when she said, I'm dropping out of school, I, I already know exactly what I want to do, I have the means to do it. I'm going to make a difference in the world. Why? I don't understand why she changed her mind.
1: Well, I kind of get it because, and I was not bothered by that. And I knew that might bother you a little bit because I think you would have liked to have seen it happen that way. Yeah. But for me, I was thinking, you know, maybe she was doing it because her boyfriend gave her everything to, to start her dream job. And like she tells him at the end, like, I'm not ready to marry you. So she's not ready to have that kind of commitment with him. So maybe once she realized that in her mind, she's thinking, well, you know, maybe I do want to finish school because let's say something happens between me and this guy, I have to think about what's best for me. Yeah, And he could potentially fire me. It's his foundation. Like, and and I don't know exactly how it works, but Essentially, she may not have that job forever if things end poorly between them. So she might be thinking, well, you know, I I thought this was all great, and it is. But at the same time, I did start something, and I want to finish it. Yeah. Because maybe he was trying to tell her, well, you don't have to, and I'll just start it for you. And she thought, oh, well, I, I guess that sounds good. And then, you know, at the time, you're like, sure, yeah, that sounds great. But maybe after she thought about it, she thought... Well, you know, I want my degree. Like, I want to finish what I started, and I want to have that in case things don't work out with this guy or whatever. So you don't know her mo- because they don't go into depth about it. You don't know her right. motivation. Yeah. So I, I was not bothered by I'm it. I'm not at all. bothered
0: by it. I just think.
1: I think she was trying to be smart. Yeah. Because I, yeah, if that's if the they're decision, not getting married,
0: yeah, if she's not ready to marry him, she can definitely see that maybe her job with him might not last forever um right. but she has to protect if you, herself if you look at it from the other side let's say she does it for a couple of years and she gets all this great experience True. and she could go to someone else with money and say hey fund this you know he's not funding this charity anymore can you fund it or she could get it start up a new yeah. charity or she could always go back to school if she did that for a few years and then that part of her life ended with him and that charity. Yeah. You could go back and finish and and do something. That's
1: certainly an option. But I mean, I think a lot of people would argue, well, it's better to just finish when you're already there. It's really hard to go back.
0: Well, not that you can't, but let's say it doesn't work out with this guy. So the risk she's taking is right now she has her dream job sitting there in front of her and she has, it sounds like a few semesters of college left. So maybe she has a year and a half left of college. Well, If her relationship with this guy doesn't work over the next year and a half, now she's in the position where, yes, she has a college degree, but no, she doesn't have her dream job available to her. Yeah. So that's a risk as well.
1: It is. But I mean, with her degree, it might be easier to get her foot in the door. Yeah. You know, as far as the put and yeah, again, I'm not we're talking saying about there's a, a
0: right or a wrong answer, but I, I just,
1: yeah, I don't even know what her major was. Yeah, they never they said, so I don't know how marketable it is or, or what, it didn't sound like she was like a philosophy major or anything. So, who knows? Uh, I, you know, I, I think she's just figuring out what she really wanted and she wants to finish school,
0: which is great. That's fine. I, I just, like I said, I feel like pop culture and society Tells everyone to finish school, so I thought it would be neat if this, if this movie, you know, did something a little bit countercultural and gave a different recommendation. Sure, yeah, I I would have liked for it to have stayed that way. I'm not saying it's a right or a wrong decision. I'm certainly not anti-college by any means. No, Um, I mean,
1: college is very necessary for certain things for
0: for certain people and certain professions. But you know, I'm definitely on the trade school. Um, just go get a job. If that's where, you know, it makes sense for your life to take you, go do that. You know, if you're going to be a doctor, go to college. If you're going to be an engineer, teacher, um, anything, architect, go to college. Um, anyways, the, the most, I think the most offensive thing I saw in that entire movie is something we can totally talk about on a family friendly podcast. Are you ready?
1: Okay. What.
0: Dad eating two pop tarts at once.
1: It was weird.
0: That was so weird. I've
1: never seen someone many. And yeah, I pointed that out. I to know. You. And
0: I've I've never seen anyone. So he eat opened a pop up tart
1: like that. You eat one at a yeah, time. Yeah, he
0: opened up a foil wrapper with two pop tarts. He didn't separate the. He Pop-Tarts. didn't separate them. He just bit into them, it's like weird. it's a pop tart sandwich with nothing in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's just two pop tart. Well, they look breads. like those good
1: strawberry pop tarts too, with the icing on top.
0: How Yum. can you do? Th- First of all, you have to toast Pop Tarts.
1: No, you don't. Yes, you do. You do not. We
0: we disagree we never on this. toasted
1: them when I was. Oh
0: my little. gosh. I we, mean,
1: I would now.
0: When you toast it, and they get like the little holes in them, and they start turning a little bit brown, so you know they're really no, hot. No, 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 no. Just oh, yeah. warm. Oh no, no, no. See, we could, we'll just have to disagree. We definitely <laughs> disagree on pop tart etiquette right now. But
1: <laughs> I don't eat pop tarts anymore. I know,
0: I haven't had pop tarts. Do you remember the last time I
1: had I a pop tart? I can tell you exactly the last time we had a pop tart. It was last you ready summer. For this? It was when we moved into this house. Okay. The day we moved, we went to pick up the moving truck and we had pop tarts in the car.
0: Really? Do you remember? No, I don't. We I went to pick up the U-Haul. Did, did we not have any pop tarts when we went out to Moab last summer? I didn't. Maybe I did. I don't know. It feels like I did.
1: I'm sure we did because my mother
0: was going through a Pop-Tart phase. Yeah. That's a fine phase to go through, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> no, they're so unhealthy. <laughs> it's, a, it's fine every now and then, you know, for a treat or a summer vacation, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But she was going a little crazy and we had to get on her case Yeah, to eat a little healthier.
0: Speaking of summer vacation foods... What is a summer vacation, like something you only eat when you're on summer vacation?
1: Well, Pop-Tarts now.
0: Pop-Tarts, that's one.
1: <laughs> I, I can think of one that I know that you're going to say. What? Cheetos.
0: Cheetos, yeah. I never eat Cheetos. I don't either. Unless I am like at the Lake of the Ozarks or in Destin, Florida. Those mm-hmm. are the only two places I <laughs> eat Cheetos. I mean, I, I assume they sell them Well, yes, place. of course they do. do. But that's the only do. time I eat them. The other oh, yeah, thing,
1: you, you always have your your junk food that you eat on vacation. But it's
0: not it's it's weird because it's not even something that like I really want ever. It's just like oh I always eat that. So I'll give you an example: licorice. No, no, you don't like licorice. So gross. I like licorice, but I would never go to the store tomorrow. Right. See, see licorice on the shelf and be you like, you know why? I'm gonna buy a bag of Twizzlers.
1: You know why? Because it's gross.
0: You know the last time I bought a bag of Twizzlers
1: was for your mom.
0: Well, outside of that, do you remember why I bought a bag of? Cookies?
1: Oh, yes.
0: So this is one of my. This is before. You're I You're so a dad. proud of this, this. Is this is like this
1: is one of your proudest moments. One
0: of, one of my proudest moments <laughs> ever, and um,
1: we were going to a Christmas party, and we it was a liquor a, exchange party,
0: a White Elephant liquor exchange. And I'm not a big drinker. Um,
1: In fact, you don't like anything,
0: really, not I mean. really. I mean I'm 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 getting into some other stuff. I had a a blonde ale a couple weeks ago <laughs> yeah, and no. it was fine. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm starting to learn the differences in beers like I know I prefer a hefeweizen to an IPA. Yeah. Even though I don't really Care much for a Hefeweizen, I I'll drink it.
1: Your response to everything is it tastes like beer. Yeah,
0: but I'm getting a little bit. It's starting to. Because <laughs> when a we first different. started
1: dating, and I would get a sampler of beer, you yeah, would be like, like "It beer. tastes like beer. It tastes like beer with lemon. It tastes like beer." <laughs>
0: yeah, but I'm so I'm getting there. I'm I'm uh, kind of. I'm working. You're You've
1: done better with vegetables and things like that because yeah. when we first started dating, I used to describe you as eating like a a toddler.
0: Well, my palate has definitely expanded. <laughs> it has. Since I met the lovely not, and wonderful Ruth.
1: <laughs> yes, but not into alcohol, really, which is fine. I don't yeah. have
0: a problem with it. I mean, I will never be a big drinker, but I'm actually, I'm looking for that one drink that I enjoy enough. You could just
1: have socially. Yeah,
0: to go yeah. to a social situation, have this beer because I actually enjoy it. Right, or, or this
1: mixed drink yeah, or Yeah, so,
0: and I found some things that are okay, but. Like, um,
1: sometimes you'll drink that uh What's that root beer? It's like... Uh,
0: oh, yeah, that tastes...
1: Not your grandfather's taste. root beer? Yeah, not your, what it is? not your
0: father's root beer. Something, something like that. It, it tastes yeah. like root beer, and then it has a little bit of a beer aftertaste. But, yeah, I'll drink that for sure.
1: Yeah. We you don't want that, a lot of it, but
0: yeah. you can um, it. And there was actually a root beer-flavored whiskey, I think, at one of the White Elephant Liquor Exchanges we did. And I just mixed it with real yeah. root beer, and it just tasted like root beer. So... Yeah. True. Things like that. If you um, can't
1: tell, we like root beer. <laughs> yeah. We do really
0: like root beer. Although we had Dr. Pepper with our movie tonight.
1: Yeah. But I bought three packs of root beer today. Too.
0: <laughs> okay. Barks root beer.
1: Yes. Barks is the best.
0: Barks is very good.
1: But, uh, anyway, so we got off track, but so we were going to the p- liquor exchange yes, party. Yes, we were. And of course I, I picked out a liquor because I, I'll, you know, drink. So I wanted to participate. And you decided to buy a bag of Twizzlers. And I said, why are you getting those? And you said,
0: so, so we go to the White Elephant Liquor Exchange and, and I'm really nervous because
1: you already told me the joke before we got there.
0: I but know, but I'm a, the, the people, maybe you've guessed it so far, but so we go to White Elephant Liquor Exchange and, um, I brought a bag, you know, closed bag. No twizzler. one can see it. And there's a big package of twi- Twizzlers in there. And I'm really worried who's going to pick this bag. Cause if it's someone, that I don't know very well or that I feel like isn't going to be, they might be mad. good with the joke. They might, yeah, not take it well. And the perfect person picked this bag. it was the
1: other person in the group, like of our friends that doesn't like liquor no, it either. Wasn't.
0: It was the host. It was Ben.
1: Oh, it was. I thought it was Kimberly. No, it was Ben. Oh, she stole it. I think.
0: And so, um, okay. the host, he he's the guy hosting the party and, and he's a, he's, he's a funny a good guy, sense of humor. good sense of humor. So he opens the bag and he, pulls out a pound of Twizzlers. And of course, and he looks has around the and he's face. like, what's going on? And I go, Ben, it's liquor-ish.
1: And unfortunately, everyone laughed. Everyone <laughs> laughed and
0: I was like, You yes! were so proud
1: because I told you that that was so dumb.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, everyone cracked up and like, and what's
1: funny is people wanted the licorice.
0: Well, the girl, the other Kimberly girl, that didn't did. drink. Yeah, but oh man, I, that was one of my best dad jokes I've ever done.
1: It was, and then every year since we've gone to that party, you're like, I can't. I, can't I know. I
0: it. I like don't even participate anymore because I don't know what I to know. do that could be better than that. So you, um, there's an idea for you guys. When you go to your next white elephant liquor exchange, bring some Twizzlers. Twizzlers and. It kills.
1: Wow. It It did at that party.
0: So, this this podcast hasn't been a whole lot about the movie.
1: I, you know, I'm sorry. We have divulged a lot.
0: Yeah. But that's fine because uh, comedy movies. It's not a
1: great movie. I mean, if you watch it, it's fine.
0: You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Are you going to watch
1: it over and over? No.
0: Unless you're offended by it and then you won't laugh. But yeah, um, if
1: you don't like the raunchy humor, don't even bother.
0: But. It was fine. It was a fine movie. Um, You know, it's a nice... It was
1: better than some of his other ones that I've seen. Yeah.
0: I didn't hate it.
1: No, I didn't hate it.
0: Yeah. So... I
1: didn't love it. Honestly, my rating would probably be maybe a five, maybe a four, because I I don't really intend to watch it a lot again. So... so,
0: Yeah, let's let's get... All right. So we're rating now. So you say four or five.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, if we're going on the criteria of would I watch it again? Would you? I would if somebody was like, oh, let's watch this. Okay. Yeah. So I guess a five.
0: That's how I feel. It's a five. It's a fine movie. Yeah. It's not great. It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's five, five, five. Like the five, five, five deal. Five by five. Yeah. I call my boy five, five, five sometimes.
1: No, I was thinking of like from Buffy when she would say I'm five by five. What does that mean? That's what you always ask me, and I don't know the answer. <laughs> she just says that.
0: Why would she say that? Faith.
1: Faith. It's She says, I'm five by five.
0: I have no idea what that means.
1: I don't either, but that's what she says. You you, you don't remember this conversation.
0: No, I We've don't. had that
1: because I've watched that series before.
0: I know you've watched it. You love Buffy. and I do
1: love Buffy. Why? I grew up with Buffy. Why
0: would she say, I'm five by five?
1: That's just what she says. Five by five.
0: I call my boy five 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 because his all of his names. It really bothers me that
1: you don't remember because you've asked me this before. But
0: well, there's very limited storage space up in the brain area over here. Mm -hmm. Things like that they get booted. Things
1: like talking to your wife, (laughs) yeah, that's got to get out of here.
0: (laughs) I gotta save room for the important stuff, like your birthday.
1: Oh yes
0: i remember that that's that's yeah, in because there for you put good it in your
1: google calendar that doesn't count no
0: i know your birthday okay it also happens yeah because to be it's
1: nick french's birthday
0: my good friend's birthday as well so that's an easy one yeah um all right ruth says a five i say a five it's a fine movie um if you want to laugh have a good time uh and completely forget about it the moment you turn it off yeah that's this movie